Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove. Today, I'd like to talk about libel and humiliation. This is uh, an experience that not everybody is privileged to go through. <laughs> and for those of us who have had that privilege, it's really not much of an honor. In fact, it's the opposite of an honor or a privilege. But uh, because most of you viewing these video monologues must share some of my interests in the paranormal, you're all in a sense vulnerable because uh, the very notion of the paranormal engenders fear and anger in other people and they have an urge to attack you and to do so viciously. It will happen from time to time. <laughs> and there are people who feel entirely self-justified that uh, it is perfectly appropriate as far as they're concerned to be rude and nasty uh, to people who, in, in their view, are promoting dangerous superstitions. Now, in my case, uh, working to get a doctoral diploma in parapsychology at the University of California, and in fact, now more than 35 years later, <laughs> the only one in the world, you can imagine that there was opposition. And in fact, uh, the opposition was really vicious. I had a professor of statistics who, who heard about my degree program and wrote to me saying he would be interested in seeing some valid statistical research in the area of parapsychology. So, I foolishly invited him to join my doctoral committee at Berkeley. And uh, it soon became clear that this particular professor considered himself a hatchet man. As far as he was concerned, all of my efforts were totally and irrevocably incompetent. In fact, as far as he was concerned, it was so awful that he didn't have to uh, offer a single criticism. All he had to do was say, this is completely incompetent. And this went on for years. It drove me crazy <laughs> and actually even made me sick. And uh, finally, I complained to the dean of the graduate division who said, yes, this is out of bounds. And next time he says that your work is totally irredeemably incompetent, all you have to do is ask him why, as you have done. And if he refuses to answer, as he has done so many times in the past, we'll remove him from your committee. And that's exactly what happened. He got removed from my committee. But then he decided to collaborate with the amazing Randy from the <laughs> Committee for the Scientific Investigation of the Claims of the Paranormal, which frankly is a misnomer because these people conduct almost zero scientific investigations, but do many uh, PR stunts. And they worked underhandedly to... Um, collaborate with Psychology Today magazine that in uh, October of 1980 published an article saying that uh, Mishlove probably didn't really get this doctoral degree, but if he did, rest assured the man is incompetent <laughs> and the degree is worthless. And all of a sudden, I found myself publicly libeled. And what I discovered is that the people who I regarded as my community of support 
My friends in parapsychology, the various parapsychological groups and organizations with which I was affiliated, all of a sudden had to step back because they were afraid that my reputation, uh, damaged as it was at that point, would now damage theirs. So they took a wait-and-see attitude, uh, which really uh, harmed me all the more. In fact, <laughs> I am now a full member of the Parapsychological Association, and I'm proud of it. It's an organization affiliated with the American Association for the Advancement of Science. And it represents the professionals in the field of parapsychology. But after I was libeled, my application for admission as an associate member was declined. That's how protective these people are. They thought, gee, here's a guy from Berkeley. Who knows how he could embarrass us next? So being libeled is a very serious business. I was quite fortunate to find an attorney who was willing to take my case on a contingency basis. My dear friend, Captain Rainbow, <laughs> or Attorney William Jennings, of whom I've spoken in a previous In Presence segment. A wonderful man who came to my rescue when we fought that libel suit for six years and we prevailed. And I look back on it now as one of the darkest periods of my life. But the small financial reward that came at the end of that six-year battle enabled me to purchase some California real estate, and which has been the basis of my wealth, really, ever since then. I was horrified by being libeled, but and, and it made it impossible for me to have really a conventional academic career. Would have been hard enough as it was. There are almost none available in the field of parapsychology, but having been libeled completely eliminated that possibility. And yet it worked out for the best. I can say that now that uh, I'm very comfortable financially. I'm doing the work I love. I've been doing it for many years. Who would have known? Who would have thought that such a terrible experience would turn out so well for me? Now, I bring all of this up because one of my favorite guests on the New Thinking Aloud series Dr. Jason Reza Giorgiani, has also been libeled. And uh, I know he's probably uh, among the most controversial of guests because of that. The poor man has lost his academic position as a result of the libel at the where he was teaching at the New Jersey Institute of Technology. He's, his libel is far worse than mine because people are now associating him with the worst sort of uh, evil, Nazism, which I know the man well. I've interviewed him now. <laughs> I haven't counted exactly, but it's a large number. It may be close to 20 at, at this point. He has a good heart and a good soul, and I will be very happy to continue to interview him over and over and over again, no matter how many people disagree with me about that. And I have to say, he's been mischaracterized. Not that I agree with his politics. I don't. <laughs> 
For those of you who know me, I've been a liberal Democrat my entire life, and Jason has been all over the map politically, and surely he has flirted with uh, the extreme right wing, with which I wish to have nothing to do. But uh, I can tell you this, I feel for Jason because he's going through what I went through, having been libeled, having been cut off, finding the people who were his closest supporters are now looking at him somewhat askant, wondering if his damaged reputation is going to cast a shadow on them. So I know how he is suffering, although I have to say, I have to say, his suffering must be far greater than mine. They only called me incompetent. They didn't call me evil. <laughs> but Jason is neither incompetent nor evil. And for those of you, and I know there are many because uh, fans of his, because his uh, video interviews with me are amongst the most popular on this channel. The man is brilliant. But when the people who you rely on for uh, a social support system because you're engaged in the mutual pursuit of controversial and unpopular ideas, well, in the case of parapsychology, the irony is these ideas are very popular with the general public, but not at all within academic circles where people are so afraid of the uh, horse laugh. The horse laugh. That's the big weapon that these skeptics use. Now, I'm mentioning Jason because if any of you viewing this program are in a position where you could help this individual or anyone else you know who is being libeled, I urge you to do it because there is a kind of loneliness that occurs for people who are suffering from that kind of libel, slander, public humiliation, and insult. And as far as I am concerned, these people deserve sympathy and support. Now, I know you can't always research every fine detail. How are you going to know whether the libel was justified or not? You may never get to know. I can only say this. One of the lessons I learned from my Jewish upbringing if I recall correctly, the, the phrase is Loshan Hora, which is just don't speak badly of other people unless you have a definite reason to do so. I, I do. I make that my practice. I very rarely have negative things to say about anybody unless there is a real need for the viewer or the listener to know. I just don't like doing it. <laughs> My rabbi once said, if you don't have something good to say, then don't say anything at all. And that's sort of been my guiding philosophy through life. It may be if you're looking for me to say something nasty, even when I know things about other people, I won't tell you unless I think you have a need to know. So, I know there are many people who feel perfectly justified saying negative things about other people all the time. It's just casual conversation. And uh, I think it's part of normal dinner table talk everywhere. But, well, let me ask you, what is it in all of this for you? Are you in a position to help somebody who needs it because they've been libeled? Or 
Maybe you need to think twice about negative things that you say about other people. I can only ask you to ponder these things. And I'll leave you with that thought. Once again, thank you for being with me.